Welcome to the Fearless Women's Podcast, where Dr. Madeline Turner aims to motivate women who are stuck in their lives to shift their mindset and change their behaviors so they can regain their power and achieve the life they truly desire. And now, here's your host, Dr. Madeline Turner. Hi ladies, welcome back to the Fearless Women's Podcast with Dr. Madeline Turner, the Fearless Women's Mentor. And I am excited and grateful as always that you are here and you are tuning in today. If you're enjoying the podcast and you're getting support from it, please rate it, please share it with other women because that's how they get um, on this journey with you as well. All right, so I was listening actually to a different podcast a little bit ago and it was information on menstrual cycles and, and that type of thing. And I thought it was really interesting because um, the person who was being interviewed had talked about the early age that she got her period, which I believe was fourth grade. And then interestingly enough, I was talking to, um, another patient that I have and she got her period in third grade. And I just think there's a lot of disconnect about when that really happens, the education on what's happening in our body when we do get our periods, and that transition from being like a super young girl in their cases, or even like a teenager um, to adulthood and how much we still shame that. Um, Not just with like periods, but our bodies in general. So I want to share kind of two stories today about just times that I've been shamed in this process and to share to hope, my hope of giving you information to know you're not the only one, that we haven't been the only one in these situations and there's other people out there like us. And not that these situations are okay by any means because I don't think it's ever okay to have shaming out there, but having that conversation so we can learn, evolve, and grow from it. And being more comfortable talking about things that have happened in our past or things that maybe right in front of us people are saying to us that we take as shame or we put on ourselves as shame and we and we kind of dig ourselves into a hole and feel really bad and we're not able to speak up and advocate for ourselves. So when it comes to body shaming, one of the, I mean, I think if I was to reach out to this person and tell them that this still comes up for me from time to time, I bet they wouldn't even probably have a memory of it, I'm guessing. But to me, this is something that does pop up from time to time, and it it dug and hurt me really deep, and it has taken years um, to work on that, the story I'm about to tell you, and being able to heal from that and think of myself more in a body-positive manner. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice for you guys today. Um, so when I was younger, and if you've been following me for a while, then you've probably heard the story. So I was in fifth grade. I was 10 years old when um, it was a normal day, and I have an identical twin, so we're the same age, and we had a younger brother, and he was super sick. And I remember my parents were not together at the time, but my dad was taking care of us because my mom was out at school in like a different town. And we had went to the doctor that day. Like I said, my brother was super sick. The doctor's like, oh, he just has like the flu. Just go home. And my dad puts us all to bed. And I remember, I don't even know what time it was, but the early morning when my mom came home from school to check on all of us and she checked on our brother and he wasn't breathing. So at seven years old, my brother died. They were never really ever able to tell my mom why. And of course, like that's something traumatic that has happened, that had happened to me. And at the time I was, like I said, 10 years old. 
you know, we had just came out of somewhat surviving, I say somewhat surviving, this nasty um, experience from our parents where my dad was physically abusive to my mom and then definitely verbally abusive to everyone else in the family. And her leaving him and going through that divorce and then this happened. So, you know, 10 years old, I'm entering junior high and my body is like a mess. I mean, I'm a prepubescent girl. And I remember that I put on like a decent amount of weight where I was bigger than like, I would say majority of the other like junior high girls that we were with. Not that I would say where I was obese, but definitely bigger than them, which is a really tough age to be in that boat in general. And I had, I think I had had a boyfriend at the time, or um, he broke up with me shortly after or something like that, but we had dances in junior high, and I remember um, being at the dance and dancing with him, and then later um, hearing from one of his friends that he said he could feel me jiggle when he was dancing with me. And that has stuck with me for years. Now, I have done a lot of work over the years on how I interact with my body and how I love my body and how I respect my body and and to heal these old wounds and and to heal what I had did for years after that on excessive exercise, limiting calories, not talking nice to myself, like all of these different things. But that's part of healing. Like that memory still comes up for me, you know, and it still hurts and it hurts because I know this is still happening in our world. And you know, like I said, if I had went to this person now and I think, one, they probably, I'm guessing, don't even remember. Maybe they don't have that memory. It didn't affect them the way it affected me. And that put me on that, wasn't the only thing, but one instance that, that added to that trajectory of that's, that not self-love for so many years and not taking actions that were self-loving to my body during that time. Um, so to be body shamed was, it was really hard and, and it's really hurtful. And it's not okay, ever. We never know what's going on in someone else's lives. We're not walking in their shoes. Even if you think you know them, you don't fully know what it's like to be them and in their skin and in their shoes and dealing with the shit in their lives. We don't know. In such a transitional time in life as well, where I'm already a prepubescent girl, my hormones are trying to figure out what they're doing. I came out of a trauma. Um, And that's kind of where it's at, like definitely a body shaming moment, um, that I have evolved and grown from by all means, but sharing that story with you to let you know, if you've had something like that happen to you, you're not the only one. Um, it doesn't make it okay, but to share through these experiences so we can heal and grow and start to love ourselves more every day. And as far as, um, period shaming goes, I haven't actually ever, I think like verbalized this to anyone. So y'all will be the first, um, So I think it's really interesting the more you connect and do come home to your body and listen to it and the information that it does tell you, whether you're willing to accept the messages and see them, or if it takes you a little bit longer, like in my case, in this instance, I was dating a guy and the relationship just like wasn't good. And I like fully, you know, totally forgot about me, forgot about my boundaries, um, was not listening to myself whatsoever. And prior to this relationship, I would say, from what I remember, my cycles were, were regular. They were normal. I didn't have like, you know, really moody PMS symptoms. I didn't have really painful periods. It was pretty, um, it was pretty good. You know, I was eating well and taking care of myself and all those things that help support a better cycle. 
And when I started dating this person, like I said, and like totally left and forgot myself and put myself way on the back burner, um, I started to put up with like really shitty behavior. My body started to change and do things. I used to never spot between cycles, but this person I was dating was so disgusted by my body. If any of that ever happened when we were intimate, you know, so I was always fearful those things were going to happen when we were intimate and I wasn't even enjoying it. I wasn't enjoying my body. I wasn't enjoying the experience. I was just constantly worried and, and to see that disgust and not always have to discuss how disgusted he was, was really hurtful. But my body was like showing me these things. You know, I hadn't, like I said, I had never spotted, but during this, tr- this time of this, this um, relationship, this had started happening you know, and, and like I said, I wasn't feeling connected. I was beating myself up. I'm like, why is this happening to me? I don't understand why I felt like my body was failing me during this time. And also during that time, um, you know, I was, I was spotting, but we were also constantly arguing over birth control. And I had went into, and that is one thing, um, that I did stand on my ground on that I did not want to take something outside hormonal and put it in my body. I had it for years. I had no intention or interest of doing so. And this person had no interest, interest um, or intention of having a discussion with me about other options that we could pursue. It was just always an argument about why can't you do this? Um, this is bad. This is terrible. I don't know why you can't just get on this. And again, like, why is this happening? Your body's so gross and all these things, you know, and, and, and luckily, um, I'm not in that relationship anymore. Thank God. Thank God. Um, I finally listened to that little voice inside me that I was trying to stuff down for the couple months we were dating and um, finally walked away from that because in hindsight and looking back in that healing experience from that relationship, my body was trying to tell me my body didn't like what was happening. My body didn't like that relationship. My body didn't feel respected and my body knew. Your body gives you signs and signals It's our job to be connected enough to pick up on them and to use them in a manner that empowers us so that we're not fearful when these things are happening, so that we're not wondering what's happening. Why is my body um, not doing right by me? Why do I feel like I'm failing as a person and why do I feel like my body is failing me? And I'm not sure what's going to happen next. As we get, become more connected, as you start to track your cycle and see where you're at and understand what foods support your body, what movements support your body, and that this is that you are evolving and changing over this 28 quote unquote day cycle, because it's of course it's a little different for all of us, the difference that comes with that, the power, the freedom that comes with that, and the other ways that you can project this in other areas of your life so that you feel more comfortable in who you are as a woman and to be able to use that. It's pretty pretty fucking badass. But out of, to get here, I've had to be where the body shaming was. I had to be where the period shaming was. You know, I mean, I'm definitely no different. I think most of you, if I, if I called you up on the phone and talked to you, we've probably all smuggled pads or tampons into the bathroom. So nobody knew we were on our periods. And, um, I think that really needs to stop. I think we need to it's it's part of life and being empowered in that process and, and not hiding it and not ashamed of it and not ashamed of our bodies and not ashamed of the warning signs they give us or tell us and start to listen and tune into them. 
So if you want to share your stories with me, I would love to hear them. I would love to connect with you. There is a Facebook group for y'all to connect with each other, the Fearless Women's Community. I'll make sure the link is in the bio. If um, Other than that, please find me on Instagram and connect with me and share your experiences and stories with me. I would love to connect with you. I'll have that handle down in the show notes as well. It's at dr.madelinedc on Instagram. I look forward to chatting with you and connecting with you and, and, and hearing your experiences so we can grow and heal and evolve together. Until next time, ladies, go be fearless. This episode of the Fearless Women's Podcast has ended. If you love these messages, please share and give the podcast a five-star review. Until next time, you can find Dr. Madeline on Facebook and Instagram as the Fearless Women's Mentor.